0: What's going on, guys? This is the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented to you by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Boost the same-game parlays to live in-game odds. WinBet has what you need to win. If you bet a hundred dollars, and get you get a hundred dollars at Winbet.com, or you can download the WinBet app and start winning today. State, state restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by Sports Gambling Podcast Final Four Watch Party, April 1st at 7.30 p.m. SGP will be at the Ice House in Los Angeles. So come and hang out with the crew. All the info at SportsGamblingPodcast.com, Ice House.
1: Yeah, and I don't want to forget about Underdog Fantasy, who we are also brought to you by. Underdog Fantasy is eating up First March Madness. College Pick'em is a great way to get in on the action, especially if you happen to bust your bracket on day one like moi. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props. So head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. Again, that's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN.
0: All right. Well, this is another one of our sponsors, Sleeper. Uh, We're going to do a draft from the 103. Please like and subscribe. We appreciate any support to the show. And uh, leave your comments and drop your fantasy football questions. We're going to do a series drafting from each of the spots. You've already drafted from the one spot and the two spot. We're drafting from the three spot. This is a super flex rookie mock draft. It would help if I started it. <laughs> and, oh, they gave me the 101. Uh, I am auto-picking. Well, guess this up. I am auto-picking. I have nothing to do with what's going on here. All right. No surprises. Bijan, it would have totally messed the draft up if... Davis Allen went 101. Yes, it was. So Bryce Young went 102. 103 is wide open. And for us, this makes a pretty easy conversation. We talked about this earlier. If I'm at the 103 spot, I am not panicking and driving, you know, going to the 102. You got CJ Stroud. You have Anthony Richardson. You got Jameer Gibbs, JSN. Anything you really need here. And you can even trade back if you are not needing a quarterback. If you... Um, don't like the quarterbacks that are available. You have options here at the 103. I feel like you're in a very good spot, um, Brad. What are what are you doing here at 103?
1: Yeah, no, this is one of my favorite spots because I'm going to be able to let the draft fall to me at the 103, and whether that be Bryce Young. Uh, or C.J. Stroud, somebody, even worse, somebody reaches for Anthony Richardson in a super flex at the 102. Now I have to pick the litter. Maybe I'm trying to move back again. So I really like the 103 because this is also pretty much a lock that you're going to be able to take Anthony Richardson if you're that type of, of player that you really like him. So uh, for me, this is easy. It's C.J. Stroud for me. Uh, and there's, there's really no questions about it. Yep,
0: run the pickup. All right. Insert NFL draft jingle. V. <laughs> John Robinson at the 101, Bryce Young at 102, C.J. Stroud 103, Jameer Gibbs at 104, J.S.N. at 105, Anthony Richardson 106, Jordan Addison 107, Will Levis 108, Quentin Johnson at 109, Zach Charbonnet 3 for 3 at the 110 spot, Michael Mayer at 111, Kayshawn Boutte at 112, we've seen a combination of him and Josh Downs at 112. At 201, let's see who I take, I'm assuming they're going to take Josh Downs here. Based on the other drafts. Yep. There he goes. Uh Devin A. Chain. And then it puts us here. And so we've been taking Zay Flowers here. He's my wide receiver three. Yep. I believe he's Brad's wide receiver three. Um, other players that are in consideration Kendra Miller, Zach Evans, um, Sean Tucker. Uh, Brad, what, what are your thoughts here at the 203 spot?
1: I think here, uh, you know, we've talked about draft capital a little bit before, and this is where I start to question a little bit, right? So I'm sitting at the 203, and Jalen Hyatt is still there. If Jalen Hyatt is the first wide receiver taken off the board, which would not surprise me if he is, I might not be able to pass on him at the 203, right? I, I just think that value's there. You talk about tiers. Now, I've got Zay Flowers at four, not three, uh, but that next tier down, all those guys are kind of lumped together, and Jalen Hyatt's going to be in there. And if he's at the, if he's a, uh, you know, high first round draft pick, then he's likely going to be shifting up to the top of that tier for me.
0: Yeah. For me, it's a flowers, and then there's a drop, And I, even above Keshan Gutsay and Quentin Johnston. Um, and for here, like I think, you know, obviously I would take Zay Flowers, but if Zay Flowers was not on the board, I would be looking to trade back. All A lot of those running backs are very similar to me as far as a tier. Um, the only thing that's going to separate them is going to be, really comes down to the draft capital. I mean, landing spot is going to have a little bit to do with it, but I'm not going to be moving You know, my RB10 all the way up to RB4 because I like the landing spot, Because even though he's been drafted in the fifth round by a team that needs a running back. Um, I know that kind of worked out with, you know, Tyler Algier last year at the end of the season, but typically like draft capital means more than anything. So, and so let me,
1: let me put you in a quick spot here. I'm going to put you yeah. in a bind. Zay Flowers gets drafted by the new England Patriots. Jalen in the, we'll say the second round and Jalen Hyatt goes to the chargers at the back end of the first round.
0: Yeah, that, that's like, that is the, you know, uh, one of the, uh, Sophie's <laughs> choice. Um, yeah. That's, gonna, that's a rough spot because Jalen Hyatt is going to Los Angeles with Justin Herbert. He is a you know, kind of perfect match for what they need. And, um, you know, he's going to be possibly taking over for Keenan Allen as far as targets here in the next few years. Um, with that, you know, Bucky Brooks talked about, you know, Quentin Johnson and Jalen Hyatt, and he's like, those are my Ted Gins. They're going to be very good for your football team. They're going to stretch the, you know, defense, but they're going to have you know, kind of, you have one job, and that's stretch yeah. the defense, go deep, or do a slant. And he's like those, you know, heat maps. There's not, you know, they're not making the whole field red <laughs> like a Keenan Allen. They are, they are just straight or go, you know, do a quick, quick. So uh, that would be tough because I, I the Patriots is just like such a, a black hole for fantasy producers that so, I would, so I would probably have again? to, I'd probably have to go with Hyatt on that one. But I, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I'd probably go running back at that point. And yeah, go, yeah, give, right. give, yeah. give me Kendra Miller or Zach Evans at that point.
1: Yep. All right. So let's say Zay Flowers is not. We've we've taken Zay Flowers last two. Um, so let's say Zay Flowers got taken at 202, uh, right before us. What are what are we looking at doing here?
0: For me, I'm taking one of the running backs. Um, so gimme, you know, give me either Zach Evans or Kendra Miller, or you not know, even consider Tajay Spears based on how high he's drafted.
1: Yeah, the Tajay Spears is very interesting because we've seen the ADP on him really not move like we thought it was going to. He's still in the back end of the second round, early third in most drafts right now. And and there was a lot of hype and expectations coming out of the, the uh, combine thinking, hey, this guy is going to rocket up the board and he hasn't really moved yet. So I think once the draft happens, that might come to fruition a little bit. But um, for me, I, if if Zay Flowers isn't there, Zach Evans is the guy. I, I just think he's got the full three down skill set, and I know Kendra Miller probably does also. I just I like the pedigree and what we saw from Zach Evans all together. So um, let's do it. All right, let's do it. All
0: right, so two hundred one was uh, Josh Downs, and Devin A. Chain at one two hundred two. Zach Evans two hundred three. Jalen Hyatt two hundred four. Tank Bigsby two hundred five. Sean Tucker two hundred six. Kendra Miller two hundred seven safe Flowers 208, uh Hooker at 209. Again, if Henry Hooker had a first round draft capital, I would think about it. Uh Cedric Tillman at 210, J Spears at uh, 211. Dalton Kincaid at 212, 301, a lot of similar players than we've been taking at the other spots. Yeah. Um, you know, you have a you have a lot of good options here. And um, you know, I think, computer does. I think that'll shrink a little bit once you're um, you know draft capital and landing spots comes in here you know there's right now there's you know someone asked me a question the other day and said hey this player or 301 and i said i 100 percent have 25 players that i like more than this wide receiver for yep so yes i'm taking the pick you know um and uh
1: it's different when you can put names to it right um. Yeah, know, but that pick may be overvalued or undervalued based on what the perception of the rookie pick is, instead of who you're actually getting there. Right. So somebody may look at a third round pick as oh, I don't really care about that, or maybe it's the two ten or the two eleven. And when you look at this board, you say, Oh my god, I could get Tajay Spears or Dalton Kincaid for a late second right now. That now you're starting to put names to it, and you're willing to to trade a a better player to get to that pick and you could probably get something on top now. So
0: here's a guy that, you know, maybe, you know, I'm hoping that the Texans pass on Jalen Hyatt and then they, that Marvin Mims goes to the chargers in the third round. So then I can scoop him up right here at three Oh three for me. That's the guy that I'm looking at here. I think he is more than just a big play guy, but he's absolutely a big play guy. And he's, he's a guy that's only going to need three or four catches a game to give you some good fantasy production. I think he's going to find the paint, and uh, I was, you know, I was impressed, and I know that listening to Move the Sticks, they were impressed by his route running ability and just how just how juiced up this guy is. Like we know he was going to be fast, but to see him change direction and have such lateral quickness and and change of you know change of direction quickness that people were you know looking at him a little differently after the combine and uh, I, I was impressed. So Marvin Mims would be my number one pick here, or I would go with, with chase Brown.
1: Yeah. So for wide receivers, for me, I actually have Mims. I want to say a couple, I have him two spots lower than who I would be looking at here, which is Rakim Jarrett. Um, <laughs> so I'd be thinking about Rakim Jarrett, I'm a lot higher on Kim Jarrett than others though. So take that with a grain of salt. Uh, but you can't argue with the big playability that Marvin Mims gives cuz that's not Rakim Jarrett's game right he's not going to be that down the field burner uh so in the third round if you can get that upside i definitely agree with that so we'll go with Marvin Mims here
0: yeah and i, I like Rakim as well um i just think Marvin Mims probably going to be a higher draft capital yeah and uh, Rick Kim i, I do think he's close
1: receiver off the board so yeah
0: and, and Abinaconda would have been the other selection who almost made it back to us again yeah. he's went 312 it's just stupid. Yeah, like well, it tells
1: you how deep the class is. I
0: hope he continues to go to three twelve because I'm going to have a whole lot of shares. <laughs> but um, what's I the got,
1: earliest you would take him based on what we're seeing right now?
0: I was thinking about him with our last pick. As soon as you scroll down a little bit and I saw he was still available, I'm like, oh,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the interesting thing, right? Because you see, three quarterbacks. Most likely, those three quarterbacks are not coming off the board in the third round. And right? that's so that's, now you bump him up to the three o eight would you Would you give him in the 305, 306? I, I would. I would. would. I, I'd be okay I considered
0: him at dry. 303. So you're telling me that I could trade back from 303, get 312 plus a third round pick next year? Yep. I'm doing that all day. And so, yep. I, like, that's something that I – i I'm a, I'm a, I'm a trade back kind of a guy. I like to accumulate picks. But, you know, I'm not going to go trade back to the fourth round where there's not really a lot of guys are very interested in here. Yep. But – you know, I would 100% do it in the other direction. So anyone you're looking at here?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, somebody we haven't really talked about yet that I think warrants some conversation is going to be at the top of the board here, and that's Roshan Johnson, right? That big body, tall power back. Um, didn't really show a ton of receiving chops, but we're not really sure. Um, so I think he's a guy that's, you know, in the right spot where he's going to get some carries, has some touchdown upside, uh, and if whoever he is paired with in the backfield goes down, the volume is going to be there for him. And there's, there's some upside there when you look at him, right? Similar to what we talked, we talked about Eric Gray earlier. I don't think the draft capital for Roshan is going to be quite as high as what we may see Eric Gray, but I do think it's an intriguing option when you're looking at the fourth round and the upside that a running back can give
0: you. And, and it could be, I mean, people were talking about him as like, this guy is a potential starting running back in this league. And so, um, he could go higher than we thought. Like imagine him going to Dallas to pair with Tony Pollard or to the chargers to pair with Austin Eckler. Um, You know, I think that'd be a great spot for him. And, you know, if he goes ahead of Eric Gray, then that could change things. Um, So yeah, I, am looking at him as well. And then obviously my guy, Eric Gray. Yeah.
1: All right, let's go with Roshan.
0: So to finish it up, we had Jaron Hall, Tucker craft, Roshan Johnson, Will Mallory, Zach Koontz, Davis Allen, Aiden O'Connell. Then we had, B. Willis. I can't even, I don't even know who that is. I know I probably saw him. Is that Braden Willis? Braden Willis. Braden Willis. Yeah. I, I did see him at the uh, at the combine. And uh he's the one that actually pointed out that um they asked him, did anyone stand out? He said Luke Musgrave. Um I need a face with that name. Um Latou, <laughs> um, then um Durham and then Payne Durham and then Jake Cainer and Clayton Toon. I think those are your guys like Clayton Tune, um, Jay Kaner, and then um, the UCLA quarterback. I think those are some guys that like, if you're going to take a late round flyer on a quarterback in your super flex leagues, even, especially if you have like a five round rookie draft, which some people do, those are kind of your guys that could be your like, you know, obviously Brock Purdy is kind of a once in a lifetime thing, but if you're looking at a late round flyer, kind of a guy, those are kind of guys that you can see, but there's only going to be ten quarterbacks drafted in the average in, in the average in the last decade. Ten quarterbacks are drafted. Some years it's seven, some years it's twelve. There's more. Than, is there more than ten quarterbacks drafted one, here? Six, nine, or twelve? Yeah, like one or two of these guys not going to be drafted. <laughs> I'm looking at you, and Bennett. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you know, Max Duggan. I mean, they, they, those guys might be on the Carson Strong. You know, um yeah, which actually is decent money, but Carson Strong train.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: All right. Well, um, we want to give a last shout out. Thank you to our sponsors, and we're gonna get out of here. Thank you all for watching the show. Fred. Yeah, we are brought to you by Winbet.
1: Winbet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Winbet is now active in Massachusetts and a ton of other states. Be on the lookout for WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During that WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And March Madness is also here, and there are so many ways to bet on the big dance. So sign up today to receive our special special offer: bet $100, get $100. That is limited to state availability. And of course, for our Dgens, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week. You'll also get a $1,000 free credit. There are so many things to choose from. All you have to do is head over to winbet.com or download the Winbet app. Offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present. in The state where playthrough window is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We are also brought to you by the SGP Final Four. The Sports Gambling Podcast guys are going to be hosting a Final Four watch party at the historic Ice House in Pasadena, California, Saturday, April the 1st at 7.30 p.m. Make sure you get all the details at sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Ice House. We are also hosting a Masters get together. So if you're looking, if you're looking to hang out with Sean and Ryan at the stadium swim and watch the biggest golf tournament in the, in the world, you can win that opportunity with a free night stay at the Circa Las Vegas to be able to hang out with those guys. The contest is completely free to enter. All you have to do is go to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash golf party. And if you don't win the contest, relax, not a big deal. You can still get a discount on a room at the circle Las Vegas using our promo code SGP 15.
0: Yeah. I heard the guys are going to have uh, some rubber duckies, maybe some floaties. I it. Um, Kramer's definitely going to have the arm floaties, the butterflies <laughs> going on. Uh, all right. We'll, well give him the little kid's life vest. It's got yeah. the floaty on the well, arm. Well, I appreciate, everybody, appreciate everybody for checking it out. Make sure you check out our other episodes. And again, Uh, Any likes, subscribes are appreciated. And please drop all your fantasy football questions. As always, good luck this season.
1: Cheers.